Welcome to the Dr. Obedovinya Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. All right. You are blessed. Amen. Let's get going. I think that um, yesterday I didn't talk about what indigo was. Indigo is just the judgment seat. The judgment seat. Indigo. The judgment seat. We're still talking about color. And today I'm talking about the epoch also referred to as the ages, the epoch, also referred to as the ages. Yesterday, we were talking about um, color, and then we were looking at the beginning of time, according to the programming of God, we understood that this world is run by the priestly order, yeah, all the way, and the dream of God is to have his creation to rule with him. We saw that the first being God made was Adam clothed in a red stone. That is why his name actually was Adam. But then, prior to the making of Adam, was the Luciferic priesthood, or the priesthood of Lucifer, which was also Adama, red. However, there was a fault, because God wanted a priestly order that was going to climax itself as a reigning being. Try as the creation may, they could only come as far in the administration to minister the divine things of God. Never a creation would ascend to the auspices of the ruling being. Never a creation, not one. No, not one. Lucifer therefore failed. To ascend the highest order, to sit in the throne, of God, he failed. This honor 
taketh no man unto himself. This honor. Taketh no man unto himself. And he in his order actually fell short of the governmental order of 12. The word of God says that Lucifer had nine stones. Nine stones. Nine stones, which started off with sardius and climax in gold. But the stones were nine. Every precious stone was like covering the sardius, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle. Nine stones in the priesthood of Lucifer. But God was not looking for a priesthood that could only birth. Because nine is the number of birthing. He was only a beginning that was supposed to birth the government. So God in finding him Short of his requisition, decided to start off another generation, another creation of a new priesthood. The Bible says, God started the ironic priesthood. You know that the Aaronic priesthood had 12 stones and 12 is the number of governments. But it is not in the way things appear. Others have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. He had the form of governance. Of 12 stones, he had but he could not as much be clothed with the garments of the reigning one. The colors of his stones could only glitter the sardius and climax in divinity as Jasper. So this was the Luciferic priesthood then was taken over by the Aaronic priesthood, which also had Sardius stone, and then Jasper as a climax. And we know that Sardius is red and gold is gold, and Sardius is red and Jasper is a yellow stone a yellowish red stone. God was still not satisfied. There was now a transition. This transition was the meeting point in a man called John the Baptist.
John the Baptist. Katoli barakasai. Something is about breaking in this place. John the Baptist. Who was John? Why was he a Baptist? The epoch, the age. This John was fulfilling a prophecy in the book of Malachi. He said, behold, I will send my messenger. This messenger was supposed to go ahead. His sign was going to be water. Behold, I will send my messenger. He shall prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant whom you delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. Riding on a cloud, seated on a throne, thousands and myriads or myriad attending to him. This John the Baptist is key do you know what the Bible said? He was a shining light. This thing is all about lights. It's all about color. He was a shining light. The Bible said, however, unfortunately, you were willing to rejoice in his light for a while. He was a Shining in a burning light, and you were willing for a season. A season. For a season. Oh, when we get into the elementals, how that the church has spoken against things that are for us. Things that are our birthright. Things that God carved for us. Because of a lack of understanding, revelation and light, we look at these things and we have left it for the world and unbelievers to whom it does not belong. And they are rather mastering the elements. And we are their beg and call. But always know that John the Baptist is the one that prepares the way of the Lord and his sign is water. Don't forget that because I'm going somewhere. Don't forget that because I am going somewhere. He said... For this is he that was spoken of the prophet Isaiah, saying the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord and make his path straight. What is this generation that we are living in? What is our sign and what is our color? The Bible said, at this transition, don't forget it. John the Baptist 
he belonged to a priesthood generation that was ironic. Remember that John the Baptist had his father Zachariah as a priest ministering the holy things of God according to the cause of Abiata. The Bible said, in that season, John's father in ministration received a visitation from an angelic being we would also talk about when we deal with the elementals. His name was Gabriel. These are wonderful things for the church. But we have relegated them, calling it names. But for me, I question everything. And I ask God about them. He gives me understanding. He sends me out as his messenger. The angel said unto him, Fear not, Zachariah, your prayer is heard. I want you to understand that a generation before us in this country was a prayerful generation of fathers. This country has seen one thing prayer. This continent has seen one thing. Fathers who pray. Fathers who minister in sins. All right. So now, I'm building a setting direction of discourse. This is Zachariah, the father of John the Baptist. John the Baptist is a product of prayer. John the Baptist, he's a product of prayer, intense prayer. His father was an intercessor. He was ministering according to his cause and according to his age. What is a cause? A cause actually refers to an age, a cause. He said, who in time past you went according to the course of this age. Talking about the spirit that is at work in the children of disobedience in the book of Ephesians. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. So whenever we talk about a course, Causes, ages. Causes have to do with ages. So here comes Zachariah ministering in his cause, ministering in his age, ministering in his time, ministering in his order. The Bible said in intense prayer and intercession, he was looking for something. His wife was barren. I believe the 
that we are sons of Issachar. Introducing the latest masterpiece of the bookshelves, Pastor Obed's most recent book, Toolbox, The Mechanics of Spirit Technology and Fortification. Tools are as essential to the spirit life just as breath is to life. Tools provide you the pleasure of making life easy, progressive and not unnecessarily burdensome. I told uh, Pastor Obed today that uh, my coming on a day like this couldn't have been coincidental. I don't use words frivolously. And this is for you, not for Pastor Obed, because he has given this out, great things to converge in you that you can use limitlessly. You'll be most enlightened by the knowledge you find in this book with theming topics like altars, high places, gates, pillars, foundations, thrones, bulwarks, family idols, stools, and many more. This book is a classic masterpiece and a testimony to the fact that the spirit world can be demystified. This book is not a foreign material, neither is it a mundane you know, material. They are tested and proven you know, testimonies of his experience. Knowledge from this work will raise your faith level and help you to handle every irresistible form of force standing against the knowledge and agenda of, the, of, of, of God in your life. It's obvious that no matter your new birth in Christ, no matter your spiritual level, just like we are testimonies to what is happening, that with all our experiences and all our exposures, we still discover that we lack a lot, that we were even doing things that we didn't have understanding. But here is a man who has taken his time to, to put everything in details and put it into book and write it and teach it so that we are all where we are today. Be ready for an explosive, riveting paradigm shift as you go through the pages of Pastor Obed's biggest book yet, Toolbox, The Mechanics of Spirit Technology and Fortification. Contact us on plus 233 24703-6136 or plus 233-55792-6498. Available now in all our bookshops across the nation on Kindle and Amazon.
This is a generation of people. We are not promising vain things. I have gone into the scriptures and I have found from heaven, God, what generation, what is my time? Why did I come here? This generation should not be puffed up and overlook the work of the fathers. Not only in Ghana, but great men, great ministers have done mighty things before this generation. The father of Nigeria, the charismatic movement, Babalola, a man of prayer, a man that prayed, 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 prayed. What do we see in Nigeria today? Mountain of fire. What do we see in Nigeria today? We see a people that pray. Over here in Ghana, we also have the apostle of strategic prayer. Prayers, prayers, prayers. It is said that in the whole world, the nations that pray, Ghana is the most prayerful country in the world. Listen to why. However, Korea is the most consistent prayerful nation. Ghana, we only pray when there is a problem. <laughs> but it is said that the mobilization of prayer on the globe, there is no country anywhere in the world that are able to mobilize people for Christian prayer anywhere than in Ghana. According to statistics, proving records, I'm not making it up, it's been proven. The only problem is that Ghana, we pray, but we pray to tackle persistent problems. We must see a problem. Then, hey, mama ya mompa, mama ya mompa. But the Koreans don't do that. The Koreans consistently, they are praying. I remember when we went to South Africa. He said it was an evening prayer meeting. The way I was angry. I said, ah, so is this the prayer meeting? We went, the whole church was in prayer. Then, okay, okay. 
So we're praying. Then they'll raise the prayer topic. Pastor, 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 and you were not taking this. You'll be shocked how they pray in South Africa. They said we should form prayer circles. So we formed the prayer circle. And then Prophet Tusa was standing by my right. Pastor David was in another circle. Or we're in the same circle. Was in another circle. Pastor Brenda was in another circle. And I was also in another circle. When they said we should pray, come and see we. Three Ghanaians. We're praying. The moment we started praying, everybody opened their eyes. So we had not as yet realized what was going on. So we're just praying. In plenty circles, you will hear three of the circles loud prayers. Then all of a sudden, Prophet Usa came to me. Charlie, they're not to do so for you. Say, make we can pray. <laughs> Charlie, they don't do that for you. What did they do? It'd be like, you be feeling just <laughs> I'll never forget that day. I said, hey, you fool. <laughs> Was in the prayer. I said, hey, You fool. <laughs> Come on for that. <laughs> he said, You'll be there. <laughs> You'll be there. Be there. You'll be there. We did Ghana. Then all of a sudden, me, I was still praying. Then he left, went to Pastor Bena. Yes, how? All of a sudden, I realized that the prayer group, the prayers come down. <laughs> Went to Pastor David. Charlie, they know they do that for you. <laughs> so he stopped. Me come <laughs> ah, By the time I realized, <laughs> I was like, ah, what's happening here? <laughs> I stopped when I stopped. It was when I stopped that I realized what was going on in South Africa. I was shocked. Prayer meeting. Come, come, come. They have raised a topic. Hold, hold hands together. They have raised a topic. Shall we pray? You see, you don't pray like that. This is South Africa. <laughs> The moment, give them mic, give them mic. <laughs> a long prayer topic. When we raise a prayer topic, the moment we raise a prayer topic, shall we pray? Pray. Heavenly, shall we pray? Heavenly Father. <laughs> then we all have to keep quiet and listen to him. <laughs> when we finish, he will say, in Jesus' name. Then the next person will take it up. Father, we give you praise. So can you imagine me in Ghana here? <laughs> 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 
to wait for your turn. So, not knowing when I was doing that, Osa was in the other place watching me. Finish, oh, finish. Let somebody also press up. So, I was the only one praying. Not knowing, they were all waiting for me to finish praying. I am not hitting a hole. <laughs> hey. So in the midst of my tongues, he came and said, Charlie, Charlie, they know they do. <laughs> I did it my hands. And I was still praying. I wanted to pause and ask him, what they know they do? Charlie, they know they do that for you. Look at the funny thing that happened. So when he spoke with me, and I paused to listen to him, they know they do that. They know they do that for you. So I stopped. The moment I stopped and I was talking to him, the next person started. Look at what happened. Look at what happened. Then I said, You fool. <laughs> Watch what happened. Then I went back to pray. <laughs> the moment, the moment I went back, this person stopped again. <laughs> Then, what is it? Then he came back. I said, they know, they know that for <laughs> Then, when I stopped, the next person took up. Then I insulted Come on for the air. What they do, they do? Come on, I'm this one. I will never forget that in my life, that day. So when I pause and I take over, then all the others will keep quiet. Kelly, take your seat. Ah, CCI. Can you imagine we have come for prayer meeting? And we are waiting on one person to finish prayer. Abba. When will it be my turn? I have things to tell God, though. <laughs> then when we finished, I understood why Pastor Annalise, when she came to Ghana, she was amazed. We sent her to Pajo. Do you know that time? It was around 7 o'clock. She was shocked. She was really, see them, they are praying in the dark. They are praying in the dark. I said, ah. He said, it's a revival. It's a revival, people. 7 p.m. University. They are praying. See, it was videoing. I was like, mother, please wait till 2 a.m. <laughs> that is where you will see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Seven PM revival. Two M, you will see fire. <laughs> oh, those days, you will see prayer competition. You go to Pajo and you want to be the ruling one. I go to. I say I want to dismiss everybody from here. You pray, you pray, you pray, you pray. Then there was one guy called Duke. The moment he comes, 
then I'll be sad. <laughs> Do you know, he was an albino. <laughs> and you know, albinos, the best time for them is in the night. <laughs> when it is night, they have energy. <laughs> you know, albinos, when the sun is hot, they, they, don't, they lose energy. When, when, is, when is in the night? Duke will come to Pajo around 10 p.m. When he's coming. Ah! <laughs> he's announcing himself. <laughs> hey! He'll be praying. He comes with a hat in the night. He's always wearing a hat because of his albinism. He's always wearing a hat. Then you break one hour, then you remove the hat and put it on. <laughs> He's now getting serious. I watched him, I said, This guy, you are the reigning champion. <laughs> When you are at in this hall, annex, you hear the lion in Duke. I remember one night I was standing with Mama Angie, Elder Angie. I didn't know she has noticed was around 12 and Duke screamed then I watched her face and I started laughing she watched my face started laughing she said, do you know him <laughs> I said who doesn't know him here <laughs> who doesn't know him <laughs> he said <laughs> So I visited her. I spent about, I think close to about an hour and a half. When I was leaving, then Jude screamed again. Yeah! I said, I told you. Stop, start. Around 1.30 a.m. Oh, goodness. But then, what is the principle? John the Baptist. Is a product of prayer. I see the same pattern in this generation. I don't count our time as better than the times of the fathers. I only count it with reference to the work, the assignment. Why am I saying so? John the Baptist was birthed out of prayer. The angel Gabriel came and said, I have good, good news for you. Your wife Elizabeth would give birth. You shall call him John. That settles it. So now, John, don't forget this, the father of John, the father of John, is an intercessor, a man of prayer. John is birthed or born out of the womb of prayer. Now, John has an assignment which was communicated to his father. 
that your son is a messenger, one born out of prayer. Now, that generation or that person of John, he was supposed to introduce the Christ. Don't forget that. There are three steps to what I'm saying. Fathers of prayer, who will birth messengers out of prayer to introduce the Christ. To introduce the Christ. This is one of the things that you should understand. But the generation that is bent out of prayer have no regards for status. They are not bound by religion. They are in a transitory state or stage. They are neither ironic. They are neither Melchizedek. John the Baptist was standing in transition to connect the ironic priesthood to the Melchizedek priesthood. The Bible said, Jesus Christ said, permit to fulfill all righteousness. Permit to fulfill all righteousness. If that comes to you clearly, Jesus walks in. John the Baptist lays hands on him. And hear what he said. This is the Lamb of God. Was that not the work of the ironic priesthood to lay their hands on the Ladonai, the Lamb of God? He laid his hands on him. The Lord for the Lord. That taketh away the sin of the whole world. He was actually carrying out priestly duties. But then, the moment he came out of the water, he was led by the spirit like the Lazarzel into the wilderness, the demon goat. So Jesus, at that point in time, fulfilled the two laws, the one for the Lord and the one for Satan, the Lazarzel and then the Ladonai. Ladonai, the Lord, the Lord for the Lord, Lazazel, the Lord for Satan. Because the demon goat was actually led by a hand into the wilderness and it faced its own chances and died in the wilderness. No wonder the Bible says, and Jesus was led by the spirits into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And he fulfilled and passed the demands for the Lazarzel, the demon goat. Finishing with that, Jesus went ahead 
and carried out his works. That should be in the background concerning Jesus in his first appearance to put away sin, how he was introduced. That should be in the background. If that comes to you clearly, remember that the Bible said, this messenger will tame the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers. This messenger, he will tame the hearts of fathers to children and children to fathers. He shall go before him in the spirit and in the power of Elijah. I love this. And whenever you remember Elijah, you should know that this is power over the elements. Power over fire. Power over water. Power over the wind. Power over the earth. That is the power of Elijah. There is the spirit of Elijah. I want you to get this. But watch this. According to the word of God, in the book of Luke, he will go before him, two things here. One, in the spirit of Elijah and in the power of Elijah. The spirit of Elijah and the power of Elijah are not the same. The spirit of Elijah and the power of Elijah, they are not the same. Most people do not understand why John the Baptist didn't work any miracle. He didn't work any miracle, not because he was not the Elijah of his generation. He worked no miracle because he only came in the spirit of Elijah, lacking the power of Elijah. Why did God do that? Because according to the revelation of Jesus Christ, there will come a generation referred to as the two witnesses. They, they don't come in the spirit, they come in the power of Elijah. So we see the spirit of Elijah. If you are able to take it, this is John. But in this work of the messenger, there should be the spirit of Elijah and the power of Elijah. The spirit of Elijah and the power of Elijah. Thanks so much for listening. We trust that you've been blessed with truth for life. Be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobinga Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.